sweet simmering side orders of Sicilian seaweed salad. Yeah, I threw a whole bunch of S-bombs at you folks. And the only reason I did it is because I'm not well. Uh, Yes, I'm well. You're well, and uh, everything is swell. Because we are here on the Harlan Highway. Um, Interesting show today. Okay, let me lay it down for you. First of all, we have a surprise guest coming in to the show. I don't know who it is. Roger, the producer, booked it. Hopefully it's someone interesting. Um, Then we're going to have a little conversation about uh, technology and uh, how it's uh, changing and fading. And then, okay, a long, long listener voicemail. And uh, I break it down. I break down the voicemail. I go off on the voicemail. But it's a good one. It's a great voicemail, um, and uh, it's a lot of fun, a lot of uh, surprises in it, and uh, we'll check that out during the second half of the show. Uh, but right now, we're at the first half. In fact, we're not even at the first half. We're at the very beginning of your favorite highway, the one and only Harland Highway. <laughs> Welcome to the Harland Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harland Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harland, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. Hey, everybody, this is Harlan Williams, and you are rolling down the Harland Highway with me, the host of the Harland Highway Show. You know, from time to time, we like to bring guests in to my show. Today, we have a guy, Dan McDermott is here, and uh, he claims to have a special ability, a special talent. I decided not to find out what it was. I was just like, hey, let me uh, just see what you got. So here we go. Welcome uh, to the show, buddy. hey Hey, well, I'm glad you're excited to be here. So what is this special talent you're going to do for us today? hey I said, what is your special talent that you're going to be talking to us about today? Hey, oh, hey, oh. Okay, you got to stop doing that because we're doing a show here. What are you? You a juggler? Are you a pet wrangler? A glass blower? Uh, do you walk on a tightrope? What is your special thing you do? Hey, oh. All right. Dude, you gotta knock that off. Hey, oh, hey, hey, oh, hey, hey, oh. Dude, stop saying hey, oh, okay? Let's just talk, all right? You ready to talk? Hey, oh. All right, out, get out. Hey, oh. 
I knew this was a mistake. From now on, we screen everybody. This guy's a complete ass. Hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, get out of here. Harland Williams. Hey, oh, idiot. Wow. Really dumb way to start the show. And I must apologize. Uh, I don't approve all the guests. I don't screen all the guests. They just reel them in here. What a doorknob. Just when you think we're getting smarter in life, you get guys like that. And speaking of getting smarter, don't we kind of, uh, you know, kind of relate technology, the advancement of technology to us getting smarter? You know, don't the two kind of go together every time we create a new space age uh, device? We're like, wow, humans are getting smarter. But what's funny is that the uh, technology is so entrenched in our world now, at least in the big city, that it becomes shocking for people not to have it. Uh, case in point, I was uh, I was at the airport the other day, and I'm getting on a flight, and uh, the, the, they go, okay, uh, boarding all rows, everybody, uh, please come and show us your boarding passes, or whatever they say, right? So everybody uh, lines up, and... Um, you know, a few people hand uh, their uh, boarding pass to the guy, and the guy, like, looks at it and writes it down and does a check mark. And a few more people do it, then I hand mine. He writes down, uh, like, a number and then makes a little check mark. And then the lady behind me was with her kids, and this lady goes, Oh, my God! Oh, my God! He's doing it manually! Oh, my God! How bizarre! I can't believe he's writing it down. What He's checking us in manually? Oh, wow. And I'm not exaggerating. That's what she was like. Like, she was totally, like, amused, astonished, confounded, amazed, all, all in one breath. <laughs> and it made me laugh because, you know, it was almost as if... Uh, you know, instead of uh, watching TV, someone pounded two rocks together like a caveman. Like, she she couldn't believe the primitiveness of a guy looking at something, taking a pen, and then uh, relaying that information uh, through the pen onto another piece of paper. It just blew her mind. There was, there was no keyboard and no scanning involved. And uh, it, it kind of clicked with me. That's like, wow! So people are are almost forgetting what kind of the good old fashioned way was all about. They're kind of uh, now when they see it, it's it's amusing, it's comical, it's 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 a throwback. It's as if you uh, you know saw someone uh, pull up to you in their car, right? Nowadays, imagine this: someone pulls up to you in their car and says, "Excuse me, excuse me, do you know if there's a payphone around here?" And I bet every kid in your car would go, "A what phone? A payphone? Is that the new iPhone, mommy? What? What's a payphone? We got to get that. Is that new? Is that the latest cellular telephone, mommy? Why don't we have a payphone? Shut up, kids." Um, so just another sign of the times, credible stuff. And, um, I don't know, maybe one day I won't be doing my podcast on a, uh, computer. Maybe I'll just talk and somehow it'll get to your ear. 
I'll be like a little annoying mosquito buzzing around your head. Like, get it off. Somebody get the off. I can't stand anymore this Harland Highway. Somebody not only get the off, get the fuck off. Um, so there you go. Technology coming at ya. And speaking of pay phones. Hey, Harland. Um, I'm an avid listener to your podcast. Love it. Um, most, most all of it. Um, the, the only little thing, um, I, I'm, I'm actually uh, catching up. I, I'm today. I'm listening to, to March second, two thousand and eleven, and you're talking about how people should get over using books and move to the digital age and all that. And I uh, don't know if you've thought this all the way through, but and you know, I'm not Mister, you know, walking encyclopedia here either, but. I would think that the iPads and the iPods and the PCs and some of the Macs have been claimed to have benzene and other materials um, emitting from them that are filling our landfills. I mean, people just, you know, iPods are throwaway devices. You can't change the batteries. Apple, you know, likes it that way. And these things just get thrown out, dude. And they're not biodegradable. Whereas paper is totally recyclable, and, you know, most citizens these days are into recycling. Um, I'm not so sure that the, the digital way is the way to go, you know, until we get a, a really solid uh, recycling um, policy on these devices that are basically just throwaway devices and non-biodegradable. Um um, one other little thing, uh, you know, and I'm sounding like, you know, a jerk here, but so be it. Um, again, I love your podcast. Laugh my ass off all the time. Love your characters. Um, but I, I, I can't help it, and I think it just is probably part of your act, is when you, you know, go off on a topic like, like the, you know, get over the books, people, you know, the romantic yeah, part of the book. And I do like the, the kind of the smell of the ink and the paper myself a little bit, even though I do have a Kindle. But um, is you'll uh, get on a topic and you'll um, start arguing against your side as one of your listeners. You'll, you know, you'll say something like, yeah, I know there's one of you out there saying, what the hell are you talking about, Williams? I want, you know, whatever the topic may be. And, um, you know, um, sometimes I, I just feel like that's a little bit maybe degrading to your listeners. Um, you know, I, I think everybody tends to think, oh, he's talking about somebody else, not me. But, you know, and I've also noticed that kind of pick on the fatties, Harland. And, uh, you know, I'm guessing that that might be a, a, a good... There might be, a, you know, some overweight people that are a good uh, portion of your... Uh, and I don't mean literally. I mean, you know, number-wise of your uh, listening population. Um, sorry for being such a jackass, but I don't know. I just felt like I had to call. But I do love your podcast. Listen to it all the time. 
it's awesome. You're funny. Um, you're you're cool. You're uh, you're down to earth. Uh, I think other people have mentioned. I can't believe you live in Hollywood. You just don't sound like the Hollywood type. But uh, um, I, I hope you keep on doing it forever, man. Because it makes my day every day. And work is hard. And you know, this is my in my break from work. I you know get away from work, sneak away at lunchtime, and listen to another episode of the Highway. So. Keep it up, dude. Um, hope, hope the negative comments are okay. Bye. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a voicemail. I kind of just got it handed to me, but uh, let me say something. You know, this... This gentleman's voicemail, uh, as you could clearly hear, he was a little bit trepidatious. So let me clear the air right now and say, excellent voicemail. Great voicemail. No need to be trepidatious. No need to hold back. Uh, everything you said was incredible. And I uh, I applaud you for that uh, that voicemail because you said what you needed to say. You said what was on your mind, and that's what the voicemail box is all about. And I know I did a thing the other day where I said, don't do any long, rambling voicemails. Well, this voicemail was over four minutes long, and the difference between long and rambling is big. This guy had some very intelligent points to make. He was, uh, he was uh, you know, very clear about what he wanted to say. And uh, and he wasn't rambling just about nothing. So a great voicemail. Um, and I would just say in the future to this uh, gentleman, you don't have to hold back. You know, you should uh, stand behind your convictions. You should be confident what, with what you're saying. And I get you were trying to be respectful and not hurt my feelings. But you know what? I'm a big boy. I can take it. And that goes for all you listeners. You can, you can uh, say whatever you say. Now, that being said, I don't want everyone calling and ripping me and the show apart. That's not what it's all about. But if there are things or elements or things I say that uh, you're not on board with or you don't like, whoopee-doo, throw it at me. I can handle it. So let's th – this, <laughs> this voicemail also made me laugh quite a bit. Um, and not disrespectfully, but just because some of the points this, this guy made, which he went into detail about, and, and I thought were great, great points. I'm going to break them down, <laughs> but somewhere along the way in his points, he kind of counteracted his own points and I'll, uh, I'll show you how, and it, it wasn't done by design. It was just by accident, but outside of being a great intelligent uh voicemail it it was also uh it was kind of a subliminally comedic as well so let's start with the first point about the the uh the uh the books and the digital age and all that and uh and uh, i hear you man i hear you look some people uh don't want to lose uh lose books um, they don't want to let go of books. Maybe they're uh, they're scared of the digital age. And your point was more about uh, you know books being made out of paper and being biodegradable versus um, 
you know, technology like the iPad and iPods and things like that that are full of mercury and uh, toxic metals and batteries and things that uh, are not biodegradable. And, uh, you know, my argument for that, and I'm not going to say I'm right, but uh, my argument for that is, um, A, there are specific areas where you can uh, dump uh, old technology. There actually are companies that collect and harvest uh, you know, monitors and computers and things like that. You'd probably have to search around to find them. It's probably easier to throw something in your garbage can, but they're out there if you want them. So they can be recycled, and they are being recycled. Um, and uh, I guess my thing is that um, you you look at, you have to look at it in in terms of damage. Okay. Um, sure, paper's recyclable, and you made a point that more and more people are doing it. Sure, but out of six and a half billion people on planet Earth, including underdeveloped countries and even developed countries, what percentage of those people really recycle paper? And how many of those people really recycle a lot of the paper? Do you think they really pick through every piece of paper and sort it? I don't know that I know anybody, okay? I recycle paper, but I don't, you know, pick every little Dixie cup and Kleenex and put it in a thing. You know, I put newspapers and magazines and stuff, and yeah, I could probably do a better job, but I don't. And I bet most people don't do anything. So then you take the billions of people in China and India and places that aren't as developed, you think they got a little blue box sitting in their... Their uh, their apartment or their mud hut or their their little uh, Chinese townhouse or whatever, I don't know. I don't think so. So then you got to look at um, okay, what is the damage that uh, you know these little clusters of technology are doing versus clear cutting, okay, uh, areas the size of uh, you know ten professional football fields. Every four hours, you ever hear those statistics? The Amazon rainforest they they clear uh, nine football fields an hour. And uh, you know what? I was a park ranger. I worked up uh, in the in the forestry industry, and I've been there firsthand. I've walked through and watched them slash and cut and strip the land, strip virgin forest. And just leave it a barren wasteland. I've actually been one of the guys that went back in after the fact and planted new trees to try and bring these areas back to life. And I'll tell you what, a sad statistic, out of every tree we plant or every hundred trees we plant, only a portion of them make it. And out of every area we get to go in and plant, there's tons of... Tons of acreage that never gets replanted. So I got to go, okay, what's a landfill site full of iPods worth to me versus, you know, hundreds of thousands of hectares of primitive and ancient and, you know, just old wood forest being ripped down and animals being displaced and species being eradicated and 
river systems dying because there's no more trees on the banks to hold the sediment and goes on and on and on and everything through the pecking order uh, suffers. I feel like at least with technology we can contain it. We can uh, we can contain it to a landfill where, yes, I know some of it may seep into the groundwater, but guess what? It's probably going to seep into the groundwater closest to where humans live. And, uh, you know, if I got a pick, maybe they bloody deserve it. They're not going to wipe out nature. Uh, but I think we're getting better at disposing of technology. So th- there's my counter argument uh, to you, okay? Um, I'm a nature guy, and uh, as far as the smell and feel of books, okay. You know what? If you really need that, keep an old Bible in your drawer, or keep a keep an old uh, you know episode of uh, <laughs> keep an old volume of Mark Twain on your bookshelf beside your bed and sniff it. Put it on your face before you go to bed, or uh, ruffle it in your fingers. But here's the comedy element of of uh, the caller's uh, call. And again, I respect it and uh, I thank him. But here's the part that made me laugh after the, uh, the whole rant about, uh, you know, the books and the technology <laughs> and him, him against the technology and in favor of the books. He dropped this on us. Yeah, part of the books. And I do like the, the kind of the smell of the ink in the paper myself a little bit, even though I do have a Kindle. <laughs> so there you go. Long, long rant about uh, <laughs> holding on to the books. and <laughs> Just the way he said it. <laughs> it was just so nonchalant. Even though I do have a Kindle. <laughs> even though I do have a Kindle. And again, not making fun, just appreciate that there's just some natural, organic comedy in here. Now, let's move to the next point. And uh, the next point you made was in reference to how I some sometimes, you know, uh, I don't know, rebuff my own statement. You know, I, I kind of... Uh, if I'm getting on a roll with a topic, I kind of pull the old, now I don't want you people thinking that I'm this or I'm that and blah, blah, blah. And I guess I kind of do that because, I, you know, I, I, the people always want to argue two sides of things. And I guess the reason I do that is because I'm not looking for an argument. I just want to throw my opinion out there and leave it there for you to decipher and uh, I always kind of say at the end of my bits, I don't believe I'm right. Nothing I say, I stand there and go, I'm right and you're wrong. Screw you. I know everything. So I kind of throw out the, hey, I don't want everybody to, you know, so that they don't think it's an argument. I'm just throwing an opinion into the air. You can take it or leave it or flush it down the toilet or adopt it and think it's great. Who knows? So it's kind of a way of uh, downplaying myself a bit. You know, I can get it that that's annoying. Could be annoying. Maybe, maybe not. I'll watch it. Point taken. Thank you. But um, speaking of which, and again, um, I just went through your message again, and guess what I heard? Is you'll uh, get on a topic, and you'll um, start 
arguing against your side as one of your listeners. I uh, don't know if you've thought this all the way through, but, and, you know, I'm not Mr., you know, walking encyclopedia here either, but um, one other little thing, uh, you know, and I'm sounding like, you know, a jerk here, but so be it. Um, sorry for being such a jackass, but I don't know. I just felt like I had to call, but I do love your podcast. Listen to it all the time. Keep it up, dude. Um, hope, hope the negative comments are okay. Bye. <laughs> See, buddy? See, you made my point for me. It's weird. It's weird when you throw or express your opinions out into the open for the world to hear. You, you get sensitive about it, right? And you obviously were sensitive about hurting my feelings, and I guess that's what I'm doing because I don't know who I'm going out to. I don't know who's listening. I know it's a lot of people. And so sometimes with my opinions, I guess I like to express them. So I'm like, okay, here's what Harlan Williams thinks. Bop, 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 bop. But just in case it's too much for you, come on, don't get all doop-de-doop-de-doop-de-doo. And so without knowing it, you did the exact same thing here. And again, not making fun of you, just pointing it out. I think it's a great, uh, a great um, voicemail. And I hope uh, in the future it helps you uh, as you are helping me just to stand behind the conviction more and uh, you don't have to uh, put up a disclaimer type of thing. Just uh, state your case, let people interpret it, interpret it, and uh, make their own decisions and uh, let the chips fall where they may. And speaking of chips... <laughs> That people like to eat chips. And uh, you made a comment that I was, um, you know, hitting the fatties over the head a little bit. And you know what? You're absolutely right. I have been a little unfair to the hefty. Some of my earlier shows, probably more than I do now. But in going back and listening to my shows, I kind of picked up on that too. And if you notice, kind of as the podcast has evolved... The derogatory uh, remarks towards uh, the weighty have, uh, you know, dropped off a little. They're not going to go away forever, you know, because I poke fun at fat people, skinny people, smelly people, tall people, short people, all kinds of people. There's fat people in the world. They're going to get joked about just like, uh, you know, a guy like me with no chin and big ears and a lanky posture gets made fun of too i think people know enough to uh, take it tongue-in-cheek but you're right there is a point when maybe you can go too far so i keep my eye on it and i thank you for mentioning it again this plays into what a great voicemail this was but as with your other points you accidentally put your foot in it take a listen to this you actually in the middle of defending fat people being joked about, made a joke about fat people. <laughs> you kind of pick on the fatties, Harland. And, uh, you know, I'm guessing that that might be a, a, a good, there might be, a, you know, some overweight people that are a good uh, portion of your, uh, and I don't mean literally, I mean, you know, number-wise of your uh, listening population. <laughs> Oh, boy. 
<laughs> See, even you couldn't resist the fat joke, buddy. They kind of just fall in your lap, don't they? <laughs> oh, God, this is an entertaining voicemail. And I got to I'm going to say for the last time, it, it was entertaining. I, I cut it up a little, but it was a great one. I, I really appreciate you calling and uh, stating your case, making your points, and uh, that's that's what the voicemail is there for. It's also there for silly, crazy, nutty stuff, too, whatever you want. But it's nice to uh, hear someone say what's on their mind about things. And um, as far as your comment about me not sounding Hollywood, well, you know what, buddy? I mentioned earlier that I spent many years working out in the bush as a, uh, you know, working uh, in the timber industry and lumberjacking and uh, fish and wildlife. And uh, it was there that I got a sense of the real world. It was there that I got my uh, uh, perspective on the world, I believe. And yes, I do circulate here in Hollywood, but I uh, tend to always stand on my uh, little rock in the middle of nature, and uh, look at Hollywood from that vantage point. And I feel, uh, if I'm being honest, it's uh, kept me grounded and kept me safe and kept me centered. And, uh, you know, I'm eternally grateful for the time I spent out in uh, nature because it it certainly, uh, you know, plugs you into the real world so uh, if that was a compliment that you gave me i appreciate it thank you i try not to be too hollywood i know i uh and here i go laying it on you but i do lay down the uh celebrity stories now and then but that's because i get excited about it it's fun oh so there you go uh look at that i dedicate how about that buddy huh i dedicated the whole show almost to your um, your uh, message. Hey, oh, get out of here. Hey, oh, up yours. Up yours. Um, so there you go. Um, good job. Appreciate it. And, uh, you know, folks, keep your, uh, your, uh, voicemails coming. 888 <laughs> 2090. Uh, don't forget, we want to hear from the ladies. Let's see what the ladies have to say. Or if you're too shy to call, you can write me at harlowwilliams.com. But I got to admit, I like hearing your voices. I like hearing the inflection. I like hearing the tone. I like kind of hearing what my listeners sound like. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Um, so there you go. Um an interesting podcast, to say the least. And uh, we are out of time. Good Lord. We are out of time. And these things just get thrown out, dude. But we will be back. And, uh, you know, I, we never got the name of our, our listener who uh, gave us the uh, voicemail. But let's not forget the most important part of his call. And the reason why I do this and the reason we all come here to the Harlan Highway. It makes my day every day. And work is hard. And 
you know, this is my in my break from work. I, you know, get away from work, sneak away at lunchtime and listen to another episode of The Highway. So keep it up, dude. I will, dude. And thanks again for a great phone message. You rock. And again, once again, if you want to call 888-520-90, go to harlanwilliams.com, check out the uh, the store, check out the comedy schedule. I will be in Seattle, Washington at the parlor uh, Thursday, August 25th through the 27th. Great club. You will love it. So if you're in the neighborhood, drop by. And, uh, you know, if you don't have a date, bring your Kindle, your iPod, or your landfill site. Whichever you want. And that's it. Until next time, I'm going to put a bowl on top of my iPad and warm up a nice big bowl of chicken chow mein, baby. Keep it up, dude.